Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. You look nervous. I'm in a glass case of emotion! Slowly let go of me, I think you're brutal my neck me. That is why the warriors have come! I'll be back to have vengeance! Throw me a freaking bone here! Martini, shaken, not stirred. The force will be with you always. Avengers, assemble in the red corner. Standing six foot two inches tall, weighing in at 245 pounds. Is the Eclectic Collective. We are live, ladies and gentlemen. We are live. Hello, Eclectic family. I'm, I'm Micah. I'm Ryan. I'm Josh. I'm Jim. I'm Matt. I'm Brian. We and are Micah going live. And, uh, mm-hmm. We're going live. That makes no sense. <clears throat> well, today for our podcast, some things you might have seen in the news have happened, and uh, we all have different opinions on it, especially Josh. <clears throat> And uh, we kind of want your opinion, too. So please comment um, below and uh, we'll read those comments out because we definitely want your opinion. The, uh, the debate we're having today is, I don't know if you guys have heard, Universal Studios has said that they would like to release so with the, well, I guess let me start from the beginning. Um, Trolls 2 did very well video on demand. It never went into the theater. <clears throat> it's made $100 million. There's no middleman. It's straight profit almost. It's like 80% profit for Universal Studios. <clears throat> They've decided, oh, they like this is working. So they're talking about putting movies in the theater and then like two weeks later, putting them also video on demand. And um, some big theaters like AMC and Regal are not big fans of this. They think that they should follow the theatrical um guidelines which is it's in theaters for at least two months so guys what do you think video on a man theater what's your guys uh so number one you know you have to (laughs) we they are i don't think i think the theaters are going to get a lot of backlash i think they're going to get a lot of um public scrutiny over what they're saying because Um, number one, I think the studios were trying to do something. No, don't get me wrong. The studios want to make money. I mean, yeah. I, I, and I get, I get that, but at the same time, they also wanted to do something special when they can for people at home who are all stuck at home and can't go to a theater and watch stuff. Right. So, you know, they have to take that into consideration and, um, you know, I guess the theaters are upset because they feel like the studios are setting a precedent that they don't have to go to the theaters. And I don't think that I don't necessarily feel like that's the case because, um, you know, I understand that they're probably their profits 
that they're going that the studio is going to see are probably going to be at the same or maybe a little bit higher going straight on demand because it's an 80% 80-20 right. versus a 50-50 profit split. <clears throat> right. So they should be they should be seeing more profits <clears throat> with that side. However, uh it's probably uh to their benefit to put it in the theater for a while because they're but they're going to get you know by I think you might be edging out some of your your uh, rent revenues uh, when it comes to digital release and maybe uh, you might be uh, killing off some of your straight to your digital sales right by doing this so you know it's 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 give and take I think at the end of the day I don't think the the the, the studios are gonna stop putting their stuff in theaters I think they were just trying to do something for the people something special I, well I but think the, I think it's an early overreaction because way over the, way over it. Th- this oh, is the, the first if this they the do it at the same hold time, on, hold on. Brian, go. I want okay. to hear Brian. <laughs> if, uh, they, what? if they release you know what? You know what? No. You, know what? no. <laughs> you get your time to shine all the time, I Brian. You ain't the, I don't talk the much. Hit. I'm the quiet one. Shut up. Woo. Uh, no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've been trying to talk this whole time. Anyway. Um. I, I was under the um, impression that they were going to try and release it same day. Is that not what they were going to do? No, the lat. Well, unless that's an early, the last article I read, what they want to do is they want to release the movie in theaters mm-hmm. first, <clears throat> and then two weeks later, release it also on video on demand. But see, now they, that would hurt the theaters. Pretty yes, bad because <laughs> right. a lot of people are going to would probably rather stay at home and watch it. A, a lot. lot of people would rather stay at home and watch it. But now the thing with uh, right now is I get why they did Trolls World Tour, but right. Universal is trying to do that with all their movies. Right. So after lie, once, even once the after world goes every- back to normal or some form of normality, movies right. get to open. This is when they want to do that. Right. I think it's I think it's an over. I, I think it was just the most popular. I think it did well because that's all we had. It was a brand new movie that came out that they were putting on rent. It's the first one they did it with really. Like they had some that were uh, like theater at home, but they let them uh, already uh, available to buy like bloodshot and all that. That was already available to buy for theater at home. And then trolls is the first one that was sent out that was rent and Mm -hmm. like uh, an actual theater at home. So you can't buy trolls. So if everybody that's watching Trolls right now at home is renting it, and then when right. it becomes available to buy, they'll buy. But I think right. it just it just did really well because that was like the new thing, and like everybody bought it. But I think if you started doing that all the time, people are <coughs> and we get to go back outside. People are going to go to the theater because they want to get out of the house. Well, but you've also got to look at the stuff. price too. That's what I was going <laughs> to say, Brian. Look at yeah. this. So in 2018. The average movie ticket price in America was nine dollars and eleven cents. So, for an average for a family of four, okay, let's just say a family of four uh, wants to go. That's what thirty six bucks just for movie tickets, and then uh, you got then you've got the inflated, uh, you know, popcorn and soda prices. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's over, it's about a hundred bucks almost, mm-hmm. pretty much when a family of four goes to see a movie. Uh, you stay at home and you got your, you know, two dollar and fifty cent bag of Walmart popcorn and twenty bucks to get the to get the movie 
Mm-hmm. You got to look at it like that too. I think that's what's scaring the theater is I, the <coughs> it's a cost savings for a lot of people. Right. I don't think people care. I mean, we we complain about it all the time. We complain about the prices going up, but how many times are we going to the movies? No, I mean, I'm because not saying the, we're we're video files, dude. Right. I mean, you, you got to think about go. the average family. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about the average family <coughs> who's trying to save money. You think right. about a family of four that you know live paycheck to paycheck and are struggling. Um, that is a huge cost savings. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I, I would say the uh, average family, and not only that, but you ones, get them. Sorry. They're the reason the average family is the reason Endgame made two billion dollars. Well, yeah, yeah but I disagree. Think I think the fans are the ones. Yeah, that I think a fans are a lot of that, yeah. but, that, uh, because the fans are the average families. Rich people at home got their own theater, like literally their <laughs> own theater, and the average family, which are the fans, are the reason it made two billion dollars. Like, are you saying every fan is not like have got an average family? Like that, and the also average families uh, are. Fans. <clears throat> Well, that and also to build on what Matt's saying about uh, families and stuff, the reason why Avengers made it, yes, the fans took a big part of that for making Avengers the money it made. But you also have to understand that it actually built a fan base over the years of people who've never read a single comic in their life. So these right. are families coming out to see this. They're bringing their family. They're bringing their friends. They're bringing their sister twice removed. I mean, they're bringing everybody to go to this experience together. And that's the power of theater that people are missing. Well, but yes, then- you know, the money and stuff, but well, there's but something you, about them. Okay. Uh, sorry, but you got to think about it. You can come, you can invite your whole friends over, pay 20 bucks, have a, have your food and everything at your house yeah. for yeah, 20 bucks, split it between. And see, you got to think about like all the kids and stuff. Sometimes you don't want to deal with them in a theater. You're like, Hey, we're at home. You can do your own stuff. If you get up and leave the movie, it's fine. You, yeah. you can even pause it. You know, I mean, you got to look yeah. at, there's like, there's so many, there's so many, there's so many factors. We, the, all of us are not the people that would consider this, but there are, what I'm saying is, is there is a large percentage of the population that this would be appealing to, um, and from a cost that just purely from a cost savings and convenience standpoint. Yeah. And um, I mean, people will take that into consideration, I think. When, uh, and, you know, if they're if they go to the model of it's only going to be in theaters for two weeks and, you know, in two weeks I can rent this at home for 20 bucks. A, a lot of movies, I think, will get skipped and they'll see a, 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 redu- a significant reduction in ticket sales at the theater. I miss, hey, I, no, I miss I, like going go ahead, Ryan. literally to the theater. I miss the smell of the popcorn. I miss the environment. Right. I miss sitting with the crowd. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I I don't want I love you guys. I don't want y'all in my house. <laughs> I don't want y'all in there eating my food, watching stuff, all that stuff. That hurts me, Ryan. That, yeah. that hurts our feelings, man. Yeah, I, mean, I would I would invite all of them anytime. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hold on, yeah. hold on. He's got a point. I love you all. I truly do. (laughs) But the theater for me is not only tradition. Like I don't, I get why universal and all that is doing this whole release thing, blah, blah, blah. But I like the tradition part, man. I like going to the movie theater. I like two months later being either able to rent it at the, I miss the video stores by the way, but also getting it at Redbox and purchasing it. There's just something about the theater that cannot be replaced for me. That's just my opinion, though. I no, mean, I mean, but my, I agree. My point, my point I, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. 
my point is, is that I, we're not part of the percentage of population that I'm talking about. Uh, but there are, I think there is a significant number of people out there who complain all the time about movie ticket prices who will stop going to the movies, maybe not altogether, but they but they will take into consideration skipping a few and staying at home versus going to the theater. They won't, they won't quit going to the theater altogether, but they will go to the theater less. Like, there might be, that, there might be, you know how, you know how you might see a movie that comes out and I got to see that in the theater. And then there's those right. that, you know, I could wait for that and rent it at home. I don't, you know, I don't need to go see that in the theater. Now you've got a, a third kind of window of opportunity in here is, is this going to be, <coughs> I, have, I have to be there opening day. Is this going to be, um, I can wait a little bit and let the crowds die down. Or do I wait a couple of weeks and just rent it home? And, or do I just wait and buy it when it's available? Yeah. To buy it? so you Man, gotta, I think that's such a small percentage that, 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 no, it's a, it's, I think, I think you're underestimating the percentage nah. of people. I think you're, right. you're I also grossly underestimating. People, I think that percentage of people, if that, that small percentage <laughs> of people that complain and all that go to $5 Tuesdays or wait for it to uh, go to like a $2 theater that still exists in some areas. Mm-hmm. And like, wait for the very end to where it's cheaper, or go during uh, a matinee time uh, at the end of its life. Like, I think though that that percentage of people that are like really complaining about those days go to the sale days okay. of movies. So but the thing is, look, hold on, Brian. So <laughs> this <clears throat> they'll go to the sale days. So they'll spend, I don't know, let's say fifteen bucks, and not buy maybe not buy any popcorn or bring sneak in their own snacks. Mm-hmm. Or they can see it at home and spend the extra five bucks and not have to leave the house and, and not even or have wait to for wait. a special sale. Though, yeah. or wait all for right, it all right. To that or... point, why don't y'all get digital dogs? Like so that way you don't have to take it outside or go to the pet store and buy it food or anything like that. You can still have the comfort of a little digital dog like a tama a tamagotchi and oh, take God. care of it. There are people that do that. Yeah, there are people that do that. And that way you don't have to deal with all the <laughs> extra finance. It's because it's the feeling. It's the tradition. We have all this built inside. Dude, not everybody theater. feels that's that way. Not everybody exist. feels that way, though, Matt. That's yeah, a, lot, a lot of people. Nobody has the same opinion about right. movies as you do. Right. There are people out there that love movies but hate the theater prices. And oh hate the God. theater no, they experience. Don't, man. There are no, some they yes, they do. Yeah. No, like a hun- Okay, so Trolls made a hundred million dollars its opening weekend. If it was in theaters, it would have been two hundred and fifty million dollars. Not that many people like care that much about it. Like it's not. It, it's it's because it was all we had. When so you're thinking, outside, you're thinking. So you're thinking. So you're thinking. Right away. So you're thinking the theaters who do this for a living. Are, are are starting to scream about this and are grossly concerned about this for absolutely no reason whatsoever. No, because everybody's like jumping to the uh, jumping to conclusions. Like Universal should have every right uh, to take uh, video on demand very seriously because of the success of one movie has done. Not just and, one. <clears throat> and then like when we get to go back to normal, we don't have anything to judge this on. We're not back to normal. We won't be back to normal until 2021. Why do you think everything is coming out in theaters in 2021? It's because they know they're going to make more money and they have every right. They have invested 200 or, you know, between 100 and 200 million 
on these movies for a reason. And now if they want to make $30 million movies and send them to on demand, by all means do that. That's why B rated movies exist because these people are making uh 20 or like 10 to $50 million movies, sending them straight to video on demand because they know they're going to make double what they have. And that's all they're going to make. That's an easy hundred million. That's an easy double in your investment. But if you're going to do another Avengers Endgame and invest $250 million, they need to send it to theaters so people can have that uh, feeling of going to the movies and tradition. This is why theaters still exist. This is why TPAC has members. And like, because like, why go to the theater? You can watch theater on TV. It's because it's the entire experience. It's not just the video on demand. Yes, we get... We, I have a, like 1,500 movies on demand. Like I can watch right now. It's, I want to be out there in the world experience. Not, not everybody, not everybody, not everybody feels, feels that, way, that way, though. I okay. think a billion dollars in game shows you that a lot of people out there. That's a completely, a dude, dude, we are in a different world now today than when Endgame came out. But you got to think about that, too. That's a buildup of over 10 years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a completely different. That's, a completely different that's not apples thing. to apples, dude. Right. That's not an apples to apples comparison. Mm-mm. Hold on, and, if I can and, chime and, in. Hold on, if I can hold chime on. in. Hold on, I, I'm, I'm gonna no, I'm, I'm gonna chime in for a second. I've been really quiet listening to this, and I've got a lot to say about it. All right, go ahead, Josh. You have, first of all, you there is no possible way you're going to have a blanket statement about every single person about movie theater, whether they like it or like it. Every person has a different opinion about it. Every person has a different opinion about the movies with the actors, the writing, the directing of anything that comes out. Movie theaters are going to they're going to continue. I don't care how the business. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm not denying that at all. Hold on. They're still going to be around and there's still going to be people that want to stay at home. Yes, I get the wanting to stay home, be in the comfort of your own home and uh, inviting people over, setting up a barbecue, having a party about it, something. You can do all those things. And that is wonderful, especially for those families who think that is a way to save money and do that. And I completely applaud that. But when it comes to the, you know, put the business aside, which I know it's a business. I know it's a business, a multi-billion dollar business and probably the biggest business we have in America. You still cannot escape the magic of the movies you cannot escape i don't care how much dollars you throw at it there's something magical that people feel when you go into a movie theater it's the same thing as when you go to a sporting event yes you can watch sporting events and we all do watch it at home most of the time but there's something magical about actually being there okay and and there are some things that people are hold on jim let him finish there are some things that people are willing to spend that money for no no not everybody feels that way and i understand that the business is going to change. It's already starting to change. When yes. it comes to trolls, I, I kind of agree with what Matt's saying. It's what we had. At the same time, you got to think on a much bigger psychological level here, too. It's a, it's a known brand coming out to people who needed something familiar, something comforting, something for their kids. I mean, for God's sakes, do you think uh, – what, what the heck's that Netflix show, a Lion uh, – you guys say it all the time, Carol Baskin. Oh, Tiger, Tiger King. King. Oh, Tiger, King. Yeah, Tiger King. Do you think in a million years that would have been as popular as it was if we weren't stuck at home in quarantine? Yes, I, do. I don't think so. I, I think do. It was I think it would have been. I think it yeah. would have been. I think I, I it do. was kind of the, the, the freaking nonsense that we needed for something 
in the middle of something so serious. It's exactly what we needed. And people jumped on that. People talked about it. It was something to distract us for a while. And as far as the movies are concerned, it's more than just going to the movies. It's an escape for some people. For some people, not to sound like the biggest nerd in the world, for people like me, it's like a temple. It's a place where you get to go into the darkness and not have to worry about the world for a while. And people will continue to pay for that. You will still oh, see. I agree with you. 100%. I, I, yeah, I, I totally agree with what you're saying, but we live in a different world. The traditions and the psychology you're trying to bring to this discussion are in a pre COVID-19 world. The, this, this whole situation we're going through right now is changing everything. Everything's going to change. Now, I do believe a huge percentage of population is going to maintain uh, these traditions once everything gets back to normal. But, dude, if you just talk about 10%, okay, 10% of all the moviegoers, if you take 10%, and that's not a huge number, but you take 10% of all the people that are going to the movies and they stay home, and the theaters don't get the profit from those ticket sales over the course of a year, that's a huge number. Even if you go 5% and say 95% of people don't change their traditions and continue to go all the time, just 5% is a huge dip in their profits. And that's what's concerning them. Right. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And, but I also and, think that like every bit of history in movies, look it up. You can read the entire history of movies. It will adapt. It has adapted so many things. Theaters have been a you telling me, are you telling me that there's no percentage of people that are going to change their minds about no, going? They to will. Theaters? They will. What I'm You're saying telling me is, nobody's going to change. Everybody's just going to stay. Oh, let's just keep doing what we're doing. Every you're telling no. me everybody's going to do that. No, I would never say a blanket statement like everybody. Never in a million years would I say that. I'm saying in regards to the theater itself, they will adapt. They will survive. They have done it for almost a hundred years now. They have been going for a long time. We have been through wars. We have been through civil rights. We have been through great depressions. And the movie theaters are still going to be there. When Gone with the Wind came out, we were in a huge financial crisis in this country. And if you set the amount of money it made worldwide by inflation, it is still the number one film of all time. You judge by uh, adjusted to inflation, Endgame comes nowhere close to that. Dude, you're talking about a financial crisis versus I, I could die. People who are thinking I could die if I go watch this movie. Totally different. Assuming. Totally, totally different. All right. But this isn't the only pandemic we've lived through. Like the Spanish flu killed half the population on planet Earth or something crazy. I am saying there's something different about the situation we're in right now. There is something different. This is definitely a unique situation. This is unique, and this is different, and I think everybody's approaching (laughs) this different, and I think this is going to affect the psychology and and everybody's way of thinking about everything that involves a crowd of people moving forward after this is over. Well, I mean, you also got to look at it as how many of you would love a theater in your own house? I'd love oh, to have one. Yeah. What do you but think basically would happen with it. video on demand, though? I mean, if you set up, I mean, you could set it up at your house, and I mean, it's basically a theater. You know, okay, you know, but like uh, the people that go to the theaters are the poor people. <laughs> like the people <laughs> that, you know, like. See, that's the thing with like big screen TVs being cheaper and uh, your internet being cheaper. I mean, I'm not usually very faster. stubborn about a lot of things, but you will never convince me 
that this is going to change completely the way everybody's talking. When Shakespeare was writing his plays and his sonnets, they were in the middle of a plague. And as soon as the plagues were over, people still came to the theater. Now, I know it's a different type of theater. And look what that has done. It has still blossomed and it will never die. Well, will, yes, but see, that's problems. the thing. Yes, they will lose some patrons. And yes, people still want to stay at home with the technology we have. It is not going anywhere, though. That, and there's but see, that's the thing. It's a constant thing. change. Let's still see a movie versus, uh, you want to watch a movie at home? You know, there's a difference. And that no, magic no, of that is not. Well, how many vaudeville shows are still around? I mean, you oh, don't really yeah. get those. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you don't really go to the plays as much anymore. Most people don't care about the plays as much anymore. They much Actually, rather see a movie. Theater participation is up 20%. I'm looking at it right now. Theater okay. participation, theater tickets are up 20%. T what, where was the, sold. what year was that no, based on? on? What year every, was it based on? Every uh, TPAC has already sold out their memberships for 2021. They've carried over 2020 for memberships on over and have sold out their 2021. People want to go back outside. Look, well, it's yeah. like, it's not the, it's not, look, I understand what you're saying. The convenience of being at home, the safety of being at home, but that's what's wrong, man. Like we, you still got to go outside. Why have football stadiums anymore? There are some movies that you need that crowd participation. You need to be around some people and, to get and a the, different feeling. And well, you got to look at that, sports Matt, too. Hold on. And to build on that, Matt, for some people, the movies are more than just going to see a movie in a dark theater. For some people, it is their escape yeah. from home. Yeah, That is what it is. For me, for example, I'm just showing me, I can't speak for other people. For me, for example, I had a theater across the street, basically, from where I lived most of my life in apartments. Yep. I didn't care what the price was. That was my way of escape. I needed to. I needed that place. That was my place. And I don't care how many times I've seen the movie. I've seen terrible movies and great movies. You will never convince me that there's going to be. Yes, I'm, I know the way. But see, now to me, okay, the so movie not, is the escape, not the it's place. Not the it movie. Is. It's the experience. Oh, no, there's to me, see, it's the movie. All right, Ryan, you yeah. go. Yeah, for me, Ryan, I'm sorry, I got to agree. Also, Josh and Matt, I'm, I know Josh. There's something about whenever I would go to a movie after having a bad day, like I could watch a movie at home and I could enjoy it. But going to a movie in a dark theater and just my mind going to that movie, it was relaxing. There's nothing better. And I mean, even from when I was a kid until now, nothing can replace summer blockbusters at the theater. Nothing. Mm -hmm. well, I, well, hold on. Can I have one more thing to that? Yeah, Ryan, whenever you're done. No. And that's the thing. Like, and also, I mean, the crowd reactions, I can't get that at home. I wouldn't have got that Avengers Endgame. Like all the reactions that would happen, that would have never happened at home. In Amen, fact. brother. In you would have never got that reaction. No, at home. But there's something I love about the crowd reactions. Like even when Fast and Furious comes out, there's going to be crowd reactions. And I need that in the theater. I need my popcorn, my soda, and I need the surprise of also movie previews. I don't get that whenever I watch Voodoo or Netflix and all that. That's well, just my opinion. See, that's the thing. If they do video on demand, that'll probably be there. Okay. I have something I want to add to what Ryan said. I have something I want to add to what Ryan said and put a parallel to it. All First, right. let me paint you a picture, okay? You can't tell me that people aren't going to be – this is why I know it's never going to go away, and it's going to adapt, and they're going to find a way to come back, and it's going to be stronger than ever. There is nothing in the world that comes to mind, at least in my nerdy movie brain, than when you're sitting there amongst other people 
you don't know them. They don't know you. People are on their cell phones. People are talking. People get on your nerves. People throw popcorn, whatever. There is something completely magical about when those lights go down <laughs> and you have just entered another world and you have been pulled into something. And the way it is done is unlike any other experience. Mm -hmm. You are there not just to see a motion picture. You have gone on an adventure to get there. Maybe you went out to dinner before. Maybe you had to fight traffic, whatever. You found a way to get there and now you are there. And now when those lights go off, there's nothing there. We have also survived theater shootings. You cannot yeah. tell me that people yeah. were not afraid to go into a movie theater and start looking over. You guys are naive. You guys are naive. 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 When those th when those happened, they didn't go if they if if that during a th shooter uh, a, a movie theater shooting, if the studio would have went, "Okay, you guys don't feel safe. We're going to put it on video on demand." People would have been like, oh, yes, thank you. Now I don't have to be afraid to go to the theater. No, Wait, no. Yeah. Wait, here's the, hold on, here's my And another thing is, you are so the, naive, man. See, we're, we're naive, but it's the naive people that's going to keep it going. Now, let me put a parallel for you, especially for the music people in here. Not going to the theater to see a movie is the same thing as like saying, I'm not going to pay for an album or go see a live concert. I can listen to it at home on Spotify. People still yeah. buy these things. Yes, the percentages have dropped. Yes. I don't buy albums anymore. I don't, yeah, I don't either. I don't either. People find ways to adapt. We're going to continue this and they're going to go. And until someone, until they completely outlaw theaters, they're going to continue and they're going to be better than Josh. Them. Josh, I'm, I'm not saying the theater industry yeah. is going to collapse. Yeah. What I'm saying is there's going to be a significant impact. Y'all are talking up. Y'all keep bringing up Endgame. Okay, let's just say Endgame made one. Let's just say let's just say Endgame came out after COVID nineteen. I could easily see this still breaking records, but I could easily see it being a one point eight billion dollar uh, total box office versus a two point something million billion dollar box office. And, you know, it still set records. It still became number one. And it, it did all these things. And millions of people came out of the woodwork to watch it. And it's magical. And you got everybody got their moment. But, you know, there's a, a, a just a tiny percentage enough that put a dent in that profit. And they took it down 100 million or 200 million. And that is what is making them scared. That's my point to this. There's going to be a small percentage effect to this where I'm, and I'm telling you, it doesn't have to be a it's huge. It's going to change. Yeah. It's and, and, and to that fact, what I expect from this, what I expect from this is ticket prices are going to have a hike after we get back to normal. See, I don't, I think they're going to drop. I think they're going to go. I think they're going to go up. Well, I think they're going to the drop. And then already, movie industry, the, the, the theater itself already has a heart they you hear them complaining all the time about how hard it is for them to make money because the majority of their stuff comes from a ten dollar box of popcorn mm -hmm. um right. that, that cost them five cents um so they're always going to overcharge for things to uh, to make up for lost profits and i'm telling you when they when the when the ceos and the cfos start seeing that little ticker start to dip a little bit as this moves on, you're going to see ticket prices go up so they can take advantage of the people who are to the 95% or the 97% of people who are still doing it. The ticket price is going to go up so they can get that ticket right back up where it needs to be. Yeah. Like 
my sister just commented my <clears throat> my brother-in-law has immune system issues and he's he he's going through some stuff and it's really hard for him to go to the theater now he loves theater just like us he loves to go to the movies he loves everything about the theater just like you guys said but he really can't go but when it's died out like he couldn't go to an avengers endgame night or a star wars night and so right. the v the video on demand he would still be able to share in that moment if he had access to a video on demand i i have sympathy for that i really do and i i hate that he's going through that but my question still stands how does that different than what it was been before there's still people that's had immune system issues who have not been able to go to that it's just now it's more public well, yeah. yeah, but they didn't have the video on demand. Service. Yeah, they didn't have the option. So they didn't have the option. Uh, well, and see, basically, well, what see, we're saying is theaters are not going to die. They're not going anywhere. No, I think people Cineplex, will always want to go the to the multi, theater. I but, think well, the big multiplexes are going to take the biggest hit. I do agree with that. Um, I think once again, some of these companies will adapt to that. But I think the biggest, con I think the biggest adapt. rise you're price see, go up. I think the biggest rise you're going to see in theater attendance are the art houses, like the Belcourt Theater. They're the ones even right now that are still oh, making so money sad. off of this. They're doing virtual showings and they're doing curbside uh, uh, popcorn sales and things like that. They're still keeping their uh, patrons close to them. There are people out there selling tickets to virtual showings and there are people who are still watching it like they're in the theater the best they possibly can. They still want that. So I think, yes, I think the business is going to change. I think the Cineplexes are definitely going to see a, spot, uh, a drop. But I... Mm, there's just there's so many different ways you can look at this. And yes, I keep bringing the psychological aspect of it to it, but that's what it is. That's what it is. That's how people make the movies. It's the human. Not, and and I totally agree with you. The feeling of in a movie theater, like the, the feeling I get when I go into a Star Wars film and the and then the crawl comes up, gives me goosies every time. Look, I'm getting goosies just thinking about it. And but I love a th I love a theater like that. I, I do too. But I, but feel I, like I, it's I think it's naive. Change. I think it's naive to think that everybody in this country has the same passion about the movies as we do. And there are people who go pay these ticket prices mm -hmm. and go see Endgame two or three times. That you know they're going because their friends are going, and they want to go because they're going, and they want to be a part of this you know this thing that everybody else. And I'm telling you, you take the average group of friends who have ten people going to go see Endgame for the third, fourth, fifth time, you and you question all of those people. I guarantee you, you're going to find one or two in every crowd of ten friends that are just there because their friends are there. That you know, made after this whole thing, it's not as important to them. But that's and the you got to look at because with a rental. Well, what I'm telling you is, is that after after what we're going through now, that one in ten or two in ten person is not going to go because well, you know, that's just not important to me. So I'm I'm gonna I need to lessen my risk. So that's one crowd I can avoid. That's still the big budget films. We keep saying Endgame. No one has mentioned the other right. side of the spectrum. This is what yeah, I was about to say. I was about the to segue into Academy this. Awards, the ones that don't hardly make any money, they're still going to be there. And they know people will still come to that because stories are how we have evolved <laughs> over time. And this is our medium. This is what okay. we do. Still I'm going to bring budget. this up. Hold, Hold on, on a second. Let go me, ahead, Brian. On the big budget films, you say you go and see it like four or five times, right? What if you can watch it at home over 48 hours as many times as you want to for $20? Because that that's sorry, but you're, that you're, you're comparing to that to something that's that all we have to do. Like, we don't have anything else. 
We have nothing else. A lot of the people out there have nothing else to do but to watch a movie for the next 48 hours over and over and over again. No, but that's what so I'm if saying. If you man. release it, no, okay, but y'all keep talking about this huge impact. Theaters are impacted now. Look, whoever right. comes out right. on the other but side of this, hold on, be, let, me get my, let me get it out, man. If, if you, theaters are taking the impact now. If they come out on the other side of this in 2021, then nobody's going to have an impact. It's all going to be rise. Whether they jack up prices. Look, in 2015, the average ticket price was $10. It's now $15 to $17. And we were still going to the movies. People were still going to the movies. If they were doing it then and then last five years, as video on, de on demand has been in existence, people are still going to pay it. So whoever comes out on the but other side of this in 2021 is only going to see rise. <laughs> they're hitting now. If they're not going no. bankrupt now, then they're being conservative. And in 2021, they're going to, you know, blow up when the theaters get to reopen. And if theaters close, somebody else is going to create a new production company because they know theaters out there are already built and are going to want to reopen it. So That's when that guy in Murfreesboro well, reopened the Premier Six because of his passion for movies and has been op uh, stayed open for the last 15 years. And it is like the dinkiest little theater because his passion people out there want to see movies they want to go out there even uh introverts this is their way to bond with other people without having to speak to other people they get to be in a theater full of people and not have to speak to them so they get that little bonding experience they get that little feeling of being around other people without actually have to talk to them and then they get to enjoy something and then they get to go home it's just it's a it's all feeling. If they're not impacted now, then they're not going to be impacted in the future when theaters come to open. How, how do you it's say not they're not impacted thing. now? How, how do you say they're not impacted now? They're not okay. making money at all right now. How do you say that's the what I just said, impacted? man? They're if they're they are going bankrupt now, they are right. losing money now. In the future, when theaters open, all rise. It's all rise. But they what can if only they, make money. It's not rise. They don't look at it like that. No. They're not looking at it from the past three months, two, three months to today. They're looking at what did I what did I make today versus this day fiscally last, last year. year. Yeah. That's the way they measure success. But you just I don't care how I don't care if it's the way world. you I don't care if it's the way you think world. about it. That's how the real the real world looks oh, like. I love this podcast. <laughs> this is a good one. That's the way the real world looks at it. I did a hundred billion last year and I'm doing 90 billion this year. That's bad. But you, and gotta, you also yeah, got to look we're, out we're, we're at the end of when it comes back. Last year. There's not going to be any hardly movies because everything's being pushed back. Yeah. So I that's mean, the other thing that hurts fall, movie theaters. I mean, all these studios even, have decided right. to push all their movies to 2021 or the end of 2020. But like everything else. <laughs> but like everything else, there's no way you can compare last year to this year to anything. Yep, right. they will. Though. They, they will. will. You that, can't. What pandemic were we going through last year? Dollars involved. I get it. It's a <laughs> your shareholders have got to look at it. Y'all are living in a fantasy land on that on that aspect. Oh. Okay, CEOs, people who run companies. They look at financials this year versus last yes. year, and if this year is up, yay. If this year's down, boo. How do we fix it? Yes, okay. they can't it doesn't matter Let's close that it down. pandemic. They're 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 down this year versus last year, and they want those numbers to go up regardless of how it how it how they get there. Does but that they're going to have to reset? Does that mean system. all prices go? To, 
they're going, the way they're going to they look at it is going to have to change. That's the part people are missing. The way they look at the numbers is going to have to change. I, like everything else, the thinking around it is going to have to change. I love that you think that CEOs are going to change the thinking around money. I love that. That is so naive. I'm not saying they're going to change the way they think about money. I'm saying they're going to have to change the way they think about how they I love you guys. And you can call me naive all I want to. It is gone this long. Let's go ahead. There's some Facebook comments, too, from Shannon. Hold on. Uh, There's several. We got to. Yeah, I know. There's several we need to go over. I mean. Go ahead, Brian. Read them off. Okay. Which ones do you all want to start with? I don't care. Read the first one you. Yeah, Bring I mean, there's the a ton back. Yeah, uh, back drive-ins are actually opening up uh, Friday or Monday, yeah. mm-hmm. Monday here in yeah. Tennessee. I think Lebanon is. Yeah. yeah, I've sadly never been to a drive-in in my life. That's oh, fun. Man. It's it's fun. really fun. Uh, One thing that sucks is like you have to sit in your car if you don't have a comfortable car. Yeah, well, I mean, like I've got the SUV, so you can open up the back and lay in the back. Yeah. So All right, comment, Brian. Um, Caitlin Moriarty said AMC may may not even be reopening. Yeah, they filed for bankruptcy, right. but they I think their bankruptcy was a structure bankruptcy, oh, not okay. like a chapter eleven or chapter they bas- they basically just shift money around to make it work. Mm-hmm. Kind of bankruptcy, I, some kind of corporate bankruptcy. You know, I think it's funny because there's an AMC at the Universal Studios right now. There is, <laughs> yeah. He's not wrong. And there's one at there's one at Disney in Disney Springs. There's an AMC there. <laughs> All right, another comment, funny. Brian. Uh, it's unfortunately going to lead to more of a socioeconomic divide, and the movie experience will be less available to people in the low income families. That's from Shannon. Yeah, I mean, if you don't have, you know, if you're hit hard by this pandemic and you don't have like if let, okay, let's just say ticket prices. Let's say movies open up, ticket prices are at 12 bucks a, a ticket mm-hmm. and you want to take a family of four. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's 48 bucks just to get in the theater, mm-hmm. you know, and people who lost their jobs won't have income, but you can cut that in half by watching it at your house. And not only now, we're talking, we're it. talking just money. We're not talking right. the experience, how right. I feel about the movie. We're talking just, just. money. I right, want to see yeah, the movie. And there are still people out there. Josh. We, Josh, if we understand that there are the people theater, out there who will go pay that money. Home. Right. We're not talking about those people who will go pay that money. We're talking it's about, about the people, the people who, who don't have afford the to money. go. All right, These but if they can't go to the theater, that. they shouldn't buy it at home either. Why do you say that? They say that over half. They could get the same experience for less than half the cost. Because that's a luxury. That's not an essential. Movies are not essential. This is the luxury. Mine's not really nothing important. And just think. (laughs) Thank you, Ryan. It's about time you admitted that. Podcast out. I huh? almost sat this one out. Y'all keep going. I'm going to go get my popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> There's another aspect to this. People keep saying the socioeconomic version uh, uh, part of this. Some of the people who go to these movies are the people who don't have the money to have things like internet and streaming services too. I know, for example, as a teacher, a lot of students and their families who go to the movies because that's what they do and they don't have internet. Right. They don't have the means to do that. They don't have the means to do that every month, but they still go if they can. But they, if you think about they it, can. But what, they but can. think about it, though. These if you're saving the money the from the theater, state. you can pay for Internet probably because there's uh, the, the still break comes down to 
that magic. I know everybody keeps saying I'm naive, but it still comes down to that. What are you willing to pay your money on? And so that's the point. That's what, I know, but there's some I'm people out there who don't care about that magic. They just want to watch the movie. Right. right. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. I'm trying to decide what I'm going to spend my money on. I That is the point. That right there. That's the nugget I've been trying to get to. I think there's going to be a, a break in a percentage of American population, uh, maybe even global, because this is a global thing, not just mm-hmm. America. Everybody's going through Not just, the, not just uh, domestic. Everybody's right. going through this. Yeah. And I think there's going to be a break in the psyche when people start to think how I spend my money and I think they're going this, this they're going to take this whole thing we're going through right now into consideration when they're deciding how they spend their money. And that <laughs> is where I think the change is coming in uh, because right. not everybody has the same passion for the experience. Right. They've never had the same passion all the way around. Of course, our way of thinking on how we spend money and how we do things is going to change. I think somewhere there's a disconnect in this communication. And I'm trying to figure out where it is. Yeah, people always wonder how they were going to spend the, their money. Okay, the baseline, the baseline argument that we're talking about here is that you guys are saying there will be absolutely no effect to the to the theater industry whatsoever. That I it's going to go back that. to the I never said that. I never said that. I never said it would never change. I said from the beginning, of course, there will be changes, but they will adapt and it will come back and it will rise. I think there will be a passion yeah. that will make it come and back. And I agree with that. I no, agree no, no. that theaters okay, you're aren't saying, going so anywhere. You're, so you're you saying – you're saying, also got to ask, are we doing short-term or long-term conversations here? You know, we got to break it down a little bit more. We've been making a lot of blanket statements, each one of us. Are we talking short-term? Of course you're going to see changes that are very drastic. Long-term is what I'm, I'm that, Okay, Lo- I'm talking long-term yeah, that's because we're talking too. about yeah. a new experience that's being in- introduced, and that's that's video-on-demand for new release movies. Oh, I've, right. got a, I've got a question for Jim, Brian, and Micah. Where yeah. do you see theaters in five years? Still open. I, I want to know that. I still, still see them. I still see them open, yeah. but I see ticket prices up because attendance is down. Means down. <laughs> they might not have. <laughs> we lost Matt. <laughs> I see. Okay, look, AMC A list. Do you think A list is coming back? I yeah. doubt it. I do. Or it might be back. I think it will. I think it has to come back because that's one way that AMC did A list to help them sur- to help them survive. But the thing is, though, I mean, with the price they, of they, movies, Regal and movies were already on a decline at theaters being seen compared to summer blockbusters within the past like two or three years. They saw a decrease in 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 ticket sales, so they came up with this plan, like Regal Unlimited and Regal and, and AMC A List, to get people to get back into the theater because theaters don't make money off the movie; they make money off concessions. So now that I have a list, I pay 20 bucks a month. I can see three movies a week whenever I want. <clears throat> I go I go in there. And now when I go into a movie theater to get a Coke and to get a popcorn pops in my head, I go, huh, I've already seen three movies this month. These movies are basically free to me. That's how it is in my mind, because I pay what, 20 bucks for one. Month. Hold on. And now I'm I'll go get a popcorn. I'll call on you in a second. <clears throat> I now will go buy a popcorn and a Coke. This is before the pandemic. I, I never, I never before a, before a list or before Regal Unlimited, before they offered these, I never did that because I paid 15 bucks to get in the movie. And I was like, you know what? I'm not, uh, I'm good. I'll sneak in some dollar candy from target or, um, 
or a, a canned soda or water or something. What I'm saying is when I'm asking, this is what I'm asking. Do you think when theaters open that those services will come back? Matt. I think I found our difference here because y'all are looking at it as a capitalistic capitalist. Am I going to answer your question? Capitalism (laughs) standpoint versus a passion standpoint. Yes. Look, the reason prices were going up is because we were paying them and they're going to keep going up. Now our, our studios like AMC and Regal going to take a hit and yeah, they could go out of business, but somebody else is going to come in and make ticket prices cheaper. Somebody's going to do it because like you said, people can't afford it. People won't go. Yes. Like programs like AMC are uh, the stubs and, uh, and the Regal unlimited. Um, yeah. A list. We're getting people to come back and, you know, spend that money. But that was per person. So you were seeing unlimited movies or whatever per person. You would still have to buy one for every single person in your family. So, yes, that's a huge that's a huge savings. But that's still a lot. So in the future, if they don't bring those uh, programs back and people don't go to the movies, they'll go out of business and somebody will come in. Y'all are talking about like y'all are talking about capitalism. We're talking about people actually going to the movies. And I think these the theaters thing. are always going to... No, it's not capitalism. It's a, it's it's a, a different it's, thing. It's, consumable, it's a consumable product. You're going. You're paying to go to the movies. You're paying no, for the crap, experience. It's man, like going to Disneyland. About people who will go and, and people who will pay the prices. But if these companies go out of business, somebody else is going to come in and make it cheaper. Well, that's the thing. Can't they can't because they, they won't be able, they won't be able yes, to save money. Y'all are sitting here saying you can't, but you can. This is well, where we're talking about. This, this coming from somebody who's no, probably never managed a P&L in their life. Y'all are keep interrupting me. Look, if, if, if you, if you have to adapt. This is what me and Josh have been saying. The theaters and production companies are going to adapt. If we can no longer make What's $200 the million dollar What's movies. The What's adaptation? Huh? What What is that adaptation? What are they, how they adapt? It goes down to the most simplest of ways. Okay. The way for them to adapt is going to start with the way we bring out the stories and the story content themselves. Everything is about to change in that. They're going to find ways to bring people back because they're going to, fi- you're going to start. I guarantee you how? someone out there how? is going to write a story somewhere about their passion for going to the movies and make it a movie. I guarantee you they're going to find some way to do yeah, that. Yeah, but you're Someone, not going to get that to a company too. To right. Someone out there is going to do something that's going to bring people back like that. It's going to break down to how stories are written, how it is distributed, how they're going to uh, put money into it. All of this, I, I, I'm not an expert, but they will come back. I will, I'll, be, I'll bet anything. And I agree with you. That they will come back, but it will be a different. But it will be different. Yeah. I've been saying it'll be different. You will have more options. This is this is the point. This is the conversation we're trying to have. Is movie like theater okay? Hold on, let me talk. Let me talk. We need to focus on one thing. Are we talking about strictly money? Or are we talking about strictly attendance? Are we talking about how many? How else do you measure success of a yeah, movie? That, that's box office numbers. That's that's how they're the they're all in one. All box office numbers when we come back are going to be terrible, horrible. But I guarantee you, they will come back to what we know. 
Right. I agree with you. I 100% agree with what you're saying. What I'm saying is, is now when theaters open back up and when like Universal is saying that we want to put our movie in, in the theaters, we don't want the theater experience to go away. We want people still to see it. But in two weeks or in a month after a movie has made it's theater money. We want to we want to put it video on demand so people who don't want to go to the theater have an option to go to the theater here's, to bring the theater to them. Here, here's yeah. how. Here is how. And I feel like that's the change. That's so because studios they're going to lose money in the theater here, and they're hoping to make that money up here on video on demand. To them, it's just a movie. See, mm-hmm. I this see one's in the theater, that. and this one's in video on demand. They want money. And they get more money from the on-demand than the theater. <clears throat> yeah. I'm not saying the theaters are going to go away and that t- right. that in five years there won't be a movie theater or they're going to a- a- AMC and Regal is going to be gone. No, I love the theater and I will always pay to go to the theater before I will pay for it on video on demand. See, what I'm saying is to help the talking in a way where we act, we're acting like the theaters themselves won't change. I mean, they, we already saw a little, uh, snippets of it where some people would pay to go see a movie and they got a voodoo code with it or something who wants to stop theaters from doing something more like that what's to stop uh studios from working out deals like that to boost box office numbers which are hey, by well, chance a lot more public. that could happen but you're talking <coughs> hey, about this is a this is a war between the studios and the theaters right now right. the theaters right. fired the first shot so basically now, now how now how does this all play out because you know, you know, you're you're yeah. threatening Universal by saying we're mm-hmm. not playing any of your movies. Right. Now, I do think that was an overreaction. I think I mean, that was a huge and, overreaction. And right now, I think that's what like Universal is doing. Universal is thinking, hey, when I put a movie in the theater right now, right now, not many people are going to go see it because they're scared to go to the theater. Only the people <laughs> who are going to go see it are the ones who I want to cuss so bad right now. <laughs> No, duh. I'm going to bring back duh. No, duh. To bring it back right now. Nothing Oy. is going to happen right now. It Look, the only people way people are going to uh, go back to theaters right now is if there was a cure for COVID. Sorry, there isn't one. This is the life we live in. Let's mm-hmm. jump two years because two years is when this is Not all going to go back to normal, hopefully. And like, if you sit here and say right now, of course, if they send out James Bond on video demand right now, I'm buying that. Oh, yeah. Because I, I want to see it. And I don't have a theater to go see it. Of course, I'm going to do that right now. But you know That's what? Not I'm what I'm talking about. That's not what we're talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. We're talking about when theaters reopen. I, dude, let's look two years. Just like you said, let's look two years into the future. Okay. What I'm saying is that what we're going through right now is going to have an effect. Effect. Okay, we're ta- we just went through this whole COVID thing. Now we got a war, but because of everything going on, now we got a war between the theaters and the studios. And all of this is going to play out to have an effect on what going to the movies two years in the future is going to look like. And my point to this whole thing is that two years from now, okay, yeah, movie ticket prices go up all the time okay because as we move on inflation every the ticket prices keep going up more people start going world more people start going so that's expected so uh so as we move on the ticket prices what i'm saying is two years into the future from today two years into the future okay we've gotten back to some sense of normalcy in life and movies are releasing the way they always have and going back to that um now you have 
uh, post-COVID, you know, thinking. Then you also have this new video on demand, which we don't know how it's going to play out between the theaters. It, this is just getting started. We don't know how it's going to play out. What I'm saying is there is going to be an effect from all of it, and there is going to be a reduction in people going to the theater to watch the movies. And it's going to be a small, it, it could be yeah, a small it's percentage. It's not going to be I'm a percentage. I'm, esti- I'm estimating I'm estimating somewhere around 5% reduction right, in the right. people who are going to prefer the video on demand uh, option. However, we could get two years into the future and there's a negotiation and maybe that two week window becomes a 30 day window and that changes the whole spectrum. Maybe it becomes a, a negotiated 45 day window, whatever. We don't know how that's even going to play out. But what I'm saying is when you take this video on demand option and you put it into the equation in the two years from now in the future, there's going to be a slight reduction in the number of people going because they would prefer that option. I'm not saying just because the video on demand is going to be there is going to destroy the industry, but we would, we were going to see a, just a slight reduction in the number of people going to see movies and the ticket prices are going to be a little heftier. Uh, there's going to be a little bit more of a rise once everything's back to normal. There's going to be a, a instead of a standard inflation increase, you're going to see a little bit higher than normal. So our ticket prices are going to be a little bit more expensive. Our soda and our popcorn is going to be just a touch more expensive. And there's going to be just a tiny little fewer people in the theater. Uh, so when you when you look at I it from a visual standpoint, it's still not it's still you, you're not going to look at it your own eyes and, and notice it. But there's but from us from a C from a, uh, a part from a company looking at this on a P&L measuring success, their success is going to go down and they have to fix that. So, yes, we're going to see new innovations, new things come out of this uh, that the theater is going to have to do to offset their loss in revenue because they don't want to lose money. They don't, they don't want their revenues going down. And I'm not talking about short-term right now. I'm not talking about people that, Oh, they open up the theater tomorrow. There's barely going to be anybody in there. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about post apocalypse two years, three years, four years in the future to what we're going through today and all these things that are playing out. uh, They're going to affect what's happening in the future. And that's my point to this whole thing. There's going to be a change in the industry. Which I agree. Yeah. I agree that theaters are going to have to change and adapt. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially if bigger studios, I mean, they're, they're not going to be, able, they're not going to be able to go. If, if Disney was to, to do the same thing that universal said, you know what, we're going to release a movie. And then in a month, we're going to put it video on demand. AMC and Regal is not going to not show a, a, a Marvel movie or a star Wars movie or frozen Two. It's going to have to adapt. Yep. And we, as movie lovers, all everyone in this podcast loves to go to the movies for whatever reason, magic, see the movie, whatever. We'll Mm -hmm. still go. Yeah. I will still go to the theater. There is no video on demand ever that would stop me from going to the theater ever. Yeah. Yeah. But y'all talk about the big studio uh, studios. What about the small ones? the ones that actually get their uh, movies and their stories into the movies to get that word out instead of putting their movie they still listed on a and screen with thousands of other movies you can stream and fall by the wayside. They're the ones that are going to keep this going. It started with the small productions. It's going to continue with the small productions and the big ones will come back. 
but even the small productions, if they put out on demand and people, uh, and it's still cheaper, some people will choose the cheaper option. People will right, always but- choose between the cheaper and the more expensive. Exactly. Right. I'll tell you what, y'all mentioned two years in the future. Tell me what it looks like five, 10 years, 15 years I just in the did. future. Wait, and how it's going to be completely different and you're going to see such a drastic change in that amount of time with evidence to back it up and i'll end my argument right now but i'm going to tell you so you want me to give you evidence of something that's going to happen 15 years in the future and it hadn't happened yet i'm telling you there's a lot of behind the scenes at play that we have not discussed this also comes down to what number one what the studios decide to do the theaters are of course at the mercy of the studios it's so you you say you say that you say the theaters are at the mercy of the studios. Supposedly a business that's been going out for hundreds of years, and it's still stronger than ever. I think the movie theaters are going to be the same. You I say the theaters are at the mercy of the studios, but they fired the first blow. They fired right. the first shot. Yeah. History has proven over and over that resilience will beat that. I guarantee you. One of us is going to be wrong 10 or 15 years from now. And when that happens, one I, of us will eat crow. But I'm telling you now, That's the you're thing, not going to convince me today that it's going to be that way. Yes, there's going to be a change. Yes, there's going to be a drastic drop in percentages and money. But I guarantee you it will come back in a way that we will see record numbers. Again. That's the thing. I still agree with that. I agree what? that that's going to happen. Matt's been Matt. holding up his... Yeah. Go ahead, Matt. Look, if if they go the video on demand route and everybody wants to stay home and do video on demand, do you not think they'll raise the video on demand prices? What's to keep them from going to 20 bucks for 48 hours to 40 bucks for 48 hours to show that more than one person is watching that movie at one time. There's nothing to keep them from doing and stuff. Well, you can't get money. I mean, If video on demand goes up, which it will, if only people are staying home on demand, because these production companies have to make their money, like we said earlier. I don't. As long as it's cheaper, it don't matter. That's the thing, though. I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying that people are only going to watch video on demand. I'm saying that people are still going to go to the theater, and five years from now, theaters will probably be thriving and. Because everyone wants the experience. But what I'm saying is, is having the video on demand option, not just taking theaters away, but having the option is not a bad thing. At what Shannon said is that the generational differences, the younger generations want digital stuff. They want to watch stuff on like their iPad. Oh, that's a lie because my son would rather go to the theater and he's 11. He yeah, wants to go by to you. the drive-in right now. But, yeah, but he's raised by you. And Who loves movies? Is, yeah. What if somebody else loves movies but likes watching older movies on the TV or on their iPad? Or, you know. It's all how you're raised. Mm-hmm. They'll figure it out. They did the yeah, same thing I mean, with Smell-O-Vision. They basically, did the same thing with 3D. We, we got to close this up. We're, we could we could sit here for five hours and and, and argue. Let's go. Anybody yes. else got to go anywhere to be? <laughs> but. <laughs> Basically, yes, movies, theaters, in my opinion, are not going anywhere. No. They're going to have to adapt, mm-hmm. yes, because I think if, if studios jump on board this video on demand, th- but they, they have to make it a reasonable number. They can't just say, okay, we're going to put a movie in the theater for a week or two, and then we're going to put it on demand. It needs to be a really well-defined number, like a month mm-hmm. or... Month, 45 days, whatever it so needs. You just happen. said it. You just agree with what I said. 
they're going to have to look at how they approach making money in a different way. I agree. And, I and, I've, and I've always said that I agree with you with that. I okay. agree that that's going to have to happen. But I, what I'm saying is, is the video on demand option is going to happen and it is going to impact theaters. Not as much as we think it's going to happen. It's inevitable. It's like when Spotify came out, it affected albums, album sales, because people now go to Spotify because they like it digitally. It's a new option. It's a new it's another option. new option. And theaters that, are that's still a whole nother thing. That's a that's a subscription towards owning. That's yeah, but a you're whole not, other thing. You're not owning the movie. No. Rent and, and you're still not owning the uh, music either. And yeah. there are multiple you lawsuits right yes, now. Yes, but I they, paid nine. So the writers I are paid, making money. I paid five dollars a month to listen to anything I want. I pay twenty bucks a movie when movies come out. Yeah, but that's mm-hmm. just that's their a, formula. You can't compare the two. You can't. Compare I'm not. Them. I'm just using it as an example. I'm not comparing. It's an them example of how industry. Well, what if industry well, are changing? What if something like Universal now? They release all their movies and they're like, okay, fifty dollars. Any movie we want, uh, you can watch three movies a week from our Universal online video service. It doesn't cost a hundred million dollars to make a damn album. I can make an <laughs> album at home. People are making albums at home. Right. <sighs> okay. For free. We're, we're going to move on. That's how but far we can argue this for another hour. You can't compare music albums. Uh, we're not comparing music albums to movies, Matt. We're comparing that's, that's we compared that the industry is changing. changing. We're not comparing them. I'm out. I'm like, we're not comparing them. Whatever. It, it, I, I'm, I can't argue with that. I'm, I'm not comparing. Right. I'm just saying close, the industry. Just close right. it out. Just close it out. All right. So we're, uh, we could sit here and argue this all day long. Yeah. So uh, got any announcements, Jim? Uh, no, I don't have any right now. Okay. Ryan, you want to lead us in a, in a warrior prayer? Yeah. Go to prayer. Gracious and Heavenly Father, Father, we just come to you and we just ask that you just continue to be with us during the days and months ahead. Father, I'm thankful for my brothers right here and uh, let us just keep us safe, keep us protected until we meet again. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 And the people that are watching, just know that we do love each other, but we're very passionate about everything we do. Yes. But in well, we it's agree, why we do this show. Why we do it. I yeah. mean... We never had someone leave conversation. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, it's it, you got to come and come back to it next year. That's what I was just yeah. fixed to say that. We'll, say, we'll schedule from this now, show. I'll put it on my I, calendar, and we'll come back. And we'll have now. a we'll yeah. have a talk about. I, I just don't think that. I, I think that we're getting wires crossed. I think the bigger thing is that we're, we're talking about something so big, and we it needs to be focused more on certain bullet points. But uh, a lot more that we never mentioned. That you know, like the writers getting paid, the grips, but uh, you know things like that. But anyway, all right. I'm Micah. I'm Ryan. I'm Josh. I'm Jim. I'm Brian. And we had Matt, but, but yeah, he, he he's gone. Yeah, we're the eclectic yeah. collective. Thanks for uh, watching this uh, <laughs> passionate, 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 wonderful discussion. Exchanging. Thank you, everybody. Exchange. Exchange. Thanks, guys. Yeah.